Hello guys, welcome to another Chuck D podcast. Um, I know it's been an absolute age since I've uh, since I've since I've done one. So um, yeah, I've, I've just been mega busy since the start of the new year. We've got loads of new things happening down at the gym. Um, I've been doing some extra school contracts, doing some like PE lessons during the day and and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, like loads of loads of big things happening down here at Ch- down here at Chuck D. Um, I was part of a um, part of a, a WhatsApp group um, discussion talking about self defence. So, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, um, and benefits of like using warm ups and and this kind of this kind of thing. Um, so the 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 initial th- the initial um, the initial start to the discussion was one of the guys had um, had been injured uh, because he. He comes down to class, um, dives straight into straight straight into rolling. Um, has got injured, uh, and now is a bit kind of reluctant of kind of getting back on the horse. Um, so we, I mean, we all go through these injuries, um, but was, part of the discussion then led into well, what happens if you're in a self-defense situation? You, if a lot of people train for self-defense, and and um, or you might be in a, a in an environment where you need to be need to be physical and maybe working like on the on the doors or whatever. Um, and there's there's no kind of warm up time or, or anything. Um, you have to be kind of straight in at the deep end. So the yeah the, the basically the discussion went on to um, like benefits of, of of warming up and digging into a bit of the the kind of science behind what warm ups are, are are actually for. Is it is it just a, a nice way of easing you into the intensity, or is there something scientifically happening with your body? Okay, so and this is what I wanted to touch on. So, um, yeah, basically, when you're when you're warming up, you're there's a there's a ramp process. What you're trying to do is you're you're trying to ramp your body up to to activate to to raise it raise your heart rate to to activate the, the the muscles that have been using develop correct kind of movement patterns uh, and get this um like potentiation of the of the muscle in order to kind of prime it for the demands that it's going to be put under now yeah so some of the some warm-up drills some some warm-up exercises can be a bit boring can sometimes be a bit bit kind of onerous Maybe maybe taking a little bit too long, um, but yeah, I mean, coming from a coming from a a, a boxing and tie boxing background, um, loads of people say, well, there's there's no point to doing your like loads and loads of morning runs and and, and this kind of thing. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that those those morning runs um, build up your your cardiovascular base. Um, they, they build up your kind of oxygen tank. So although yes, it does take a long time, and when you start like drilling down into the nitty gritty of what you're going to be get, getting into, if you've got a bigger like oxygen volume tank when it, for your when it when you get into it, then you're going to have more energy when it when it comes to the actual fight. Even though you may like get into the sport specifics of 
well I'm only, I'm only actually training for or getting ready for a five minute contest a 15 minute contest whatever okay what's the, what's the point in doing in doing a, a, a two hour run or, or running for for 10 miles I don't need to be working at, at that level of intensity because the the intensity of the exit of the competition is very different well okay there, there there's some there is some credibility to that um, but what we're trying to do is improve your general fitness preparedness okay what you're trying to do is develop a a bigger like cardiovascular capacity in order to so that you can build from that platform those are that's like your foundation so if you've got stronger foundations you're going to have a stronger performance when um when we're when we're training we have to look at what we're actually doing so what what we're actually doing is that we're trying to put our bodies through a certain process so that we learn instinctive movements so that when you when you when you want to do something you can do it with the utmost efficiency so this takes us back to the um, neuromuscular coordination what we're talking about here is we're trying to find the we're thinking of the right right technique we have to send that that message through our central nervous system um, to to our to our muscles in order to activate that move when we activate that move there's a there's a there's a, an electrical signal like an electrical pulse sent through our nervous system when that ele- when that electrical pulse is sent through the nervous system it attracts like a, a fatty substance to be laid down around those nerves that fatty substance is called myelin okay within the fatty substance it's packed with neurotransmitters and and it's it's this kind of coordination that develops the thing called uh, kinetic linking we learn to coordinate these moves so although you'll be looking at a, a cellular level for these neurotransmitters all these neurotransmitters talk to each other so even even when you're you're processing the move you know that it has the the muscles need to fire off one two three four five in that order with that specific timing and cadence between the moves to make the move more fluid that's essentially what we're doing whenever whenever we're training we're trying to coordinate our bodies so that we move more fluidly more efficiently and this is when you get the graciousness of move what this is doing is that it's then putting us in a situation where we learn timing and reactions so in, in essence the the aim of the game is to come into training ramp your body up so so raising your heart rate activate activation um movement movement patterns and potentiation um once your body is in a state of physical preparedness you're then trying to move your body into learning specific moves um so that you can learn reactions and then you react to the uh, to the impulses that are given back to you by your by your partner by your training partners this is what we're trying to do so 
from this point, we now get into, well, I don't have time to do all that when I'm in a self-defense mode. No, because when you're in self-defense mode, you've already put in the hard work. You've already built the foundations. You've already had your body ready and prepared from training so that you can learn it in a in a specific fashion you've done all the coordination movements now all these movements become more natural so that you don't need as much effort in order to do the the like getting get someone out of the bar or something if, if that's if that's the, the the task if you're um if you're doing it for in a in a self-defense move you don't have time to do the warm-up but you've put in the hard work you've put in the time you've put in the commitment in training in order to coordinate yourself in order to lay down that myelin around your nerves so that it needs less muscular effort and when it needs less muscular effort this is when you can look around at guys that have been on the been on the mats for years um they might have done like two three four rounds of of, of sparring high intensity with 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 good guys and you look around and sometimes they're not even breaking a sweat like how are those guys so energy efficient because they've laid down the myelin they've laid down the the fatty substance around their nerves to coordinate themselves so that it takes less muscular energy and it's more down to the timing and fluidity and relaxation of being able to deliver the moves at the correct kind of timing so when we're in a, a self-defense situation probably probably we're, we're not going to be up against people that are trained martial artists we're not going to be up against people that are um that that kind of know what they're doing and they've, and they've got their the the timing of technique and they'll know how to react when another experienced martial artist kind of grabs hold of them. So if you've got if you've got that kind of um, efficiency, when you've got this this level of, of of efficiency, you don't need to be warm. You don't need to be as um, as as ramped up. Okay. There's already going to be adrenaline in your system, so that's going to serve as a almost like an anesthetic at the at the time you're you've put in the hard work with uh with with your training to have a good level of cardiovascular fitness um you've pushed yourself to to levels within training once you've once you've ramped up through through the warm-up exercises um and and you've you're, you're warm and efficient and fluid in the uh through, through the training exercises, this is what has meant that we're now laying down the myelin efficiently so then we can learn and deliver the technique efficiently when we're, when we're in self-defense mode. So that's my understanding. And, and it's not as simple as just saying, well, I don't need to do the warm-ups because I'm training for self-defense. Yes, you do. You still need to learn to train yourself and be efficient so you build your foundations 
stronger. And when you build your foundation stronger, this is when you can train for longer. Obviously, if you if you if you're um, if you're training and all you ever do is train at a, at a very light level and doing these kind of slower floor drills, as soon as you come up against someone that's trying to use a lot of muscular energy, you, your body won't be prepared for that. So yes, you do. You do need these high-intensity drills with resisting opponents in order to test the, the the strength of the movement, but also to get the to get the feedback of the movement when when someone is resisting. So when someone's resisting, they they're in a, a, like an isolated plane in a like a, a single plane of of resistance. For those of you that. Uh, coming from a from a jujitsu perspective, this single plane of movement, this single bracing of movement in in one direction, it'll be really obvious where the next movement is, just to kind of knock that base off balance, to to maybe maybe sweep them, or you 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 reverse that movement, or you go with the energy and you kind of flow back and forwards between kind of. Sweep it, sweeping him one way, sweeping him the other, hip bumping him, maybe whatever. Okay, I mean, there's loads of different ideas and and uh, like technique flaws um, that we that we've done. So I hope that kind of explains my um, my my attitude towards having a good solid warm up, making sure that we're training safely. Um, but also learning efficiently to coordinate the moves and then when you're coordinating the, coordinating the moves you're doing it with a little bit more resistance to, to, to kind of test the, the muscular support around that nervous system signal okay um, I hope I've kind of explained that um, succinctly I, I mean I'm I'm just kind of talking off off the cuff here, so um, yeah, I, I think I've I think I've covered everything everything there. Um, if there's if there's any any questions or want to want to challenge that thought process or, or got any got any questions, yeah, just just hit me up, send me a, send me a message. Um, a quick quick short one just to kind of get back into the swing of things with it with these podcasts, and uh, let's get let's get moving again. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Hope to speak to you soon, and I'll see you on the flip side. See you later. Bye-bye.